Hello everyone, you're now listening to After Scrum with Ada and Ami. Here we talk about what is new, what's interesting, and what you would have considered difficult to expect. Lego! Hello guys, welcome back to episode 11. Uh, it's actually 11 already. Yes, it's wait, or 12 actually. I'm not joking. That's how far we've gone. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. And um, I mean, how's your weekend? Uh, my weekend was um, dry, nothing eventful. Okay, I went to the market and then I realized how, like, I re- realized all over again how expensive things are. And I wonder how people cope. Yeah, how, really you, why are you guys surviving? I hope, I hope you guys I, are well out there. wonder how people cope because I was like, Okay, I just want to buy a few things. And after spending all that money, I'm like, ha, huh, thank God for the grace to be able to afford all these things I bought. Because... It's true, Sha, because what, what of people that are actually not even, like, still making minimum wage? This thing that I was watching recently, right. they were like that. Minimum wage can't even buy you a bag of rice. It cannot. And then look at the whole flooding in Yokoja and like, oh, it's pretty shit. Yeah, it's, it's depressing. It's depressing here. But anyway, Sha, you know, how was your weekend? Um, uh, I I just walked all through. Uh, to be honest, I didn't even have much of a weekend. I had um, a facilitating for Pink Summer of Code, so oh, I'm one of their okay. men- uh, mentors. So I was there on Saturday. Wait, wait, wait! You did Pink Summer of Code, right? Yes. So I'm oh, finally okay. giving back. Giving back to society. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anyway, um. Oh, on to what's new. Uh, yeah. So, what's new? I have to start with this one. <laughs> Elon Musk, our baba, uh-huh. has finally decided that he want to buy Twitter. Uh, after, like, all this amount. Because he said he want to buy. <laughs> they now say, okay, they want to sell. He now say he didn't want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think, like, I don't know how the whole cutting goes, but then... Um, I think the he may probably have a loss with if he doesn't buy and maybe like an expensive buy. But why did he suddenly decide that he, he didn't want to buy it? So there's this thing about bots. I know they said that um, there are a lot of Twitter bots and fake users, and then probably he realized that when they were now start talking about buying, he now realized that there are too many bots and he said he doesn't want to buy again. That probably Twitter lied about numbers and something like that. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he just doesn't want to pay the expensive fine. I was like, we'll make Kaikukuma buy him now. Since he already made all the noise about buying yeah. it. And also, you, um, you know that Twitter also added like an edit button. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think he's in Nigeria yet. You know, features like that, when they roll, they roll yeah. into like... Batches. In batches, exactly. And... Um, I can't wait to be a good... But why would you even want to tweet with uh, like okay, you know, so edit a tweet? I mean, if it's out there, let it just be out there. Yeah. So only the thing it. about the editing, I think you can only edit within five minutes after you tweet. It's not like you can edit forever because mm-hmm. that thing it can be used in. So they have like measures of controlling it because, for example, now imagine someone tweets something nice yeah and it has like thousands or hundreds of thousands of likes and yeah. tweets and yeah 
the person can now go and change to something controversial yeah cause issues so oh, you can only um, edit it within five minutes yeah and i think you can only edit five times hmm. okay okay yeah. Yeah, at least, uh, you know, the truth is that when Twitter was saying that, oh, you know what, we're not going to have an edit button, and people are like, eh, this is when you like, make a mistake, and then you now call it a feature. Yeah, and it's one of the things that Elon Musk has always said he's going to fix in Twitter. So I, I don't know I if think, he has an influence on it. Yeah, probably. But I've actually always liked the no edit something. Like, I yes. mean, all what I said, what I said, what <laughs> yeah. is your full chest. Exactly. If you bag down, collect the correction like that. <laughs> Even though it's so annoying because some people know it's, it's, it's a mistake, but still they will come there and drag you by your eyeballs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, in other news, I heard that Nigeria and uh, the Nigerian government is actually swimming better. Yeah. Because apparently that they're saying that uh, um, the that Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, all the, that they allow uh, people to put out content that is not true and they're not verifying it and blah blah blah. So that's why they're swimming better. That was <laughs> you have to verify what people are saying. Yeah, that they should make sure that it's not I've fake been news. They are trying to buy it to the whole fake news. Let me enter like a little more. Should we have privacy policy? Okay. And these people that are going to use the privacy policy mm-hmm. and they use it mm-hmm. and they are putting out what they want to put out. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> I've been telling your people to not use it now. I don't know, like. What? I oh, know this kind of news. I don't and know. I, the funny part of it is that they are seeing them for 60 billion. I don't see, I'm not even sure of the exact amount that they're seeing Important Facebook and WhatsApp is to so many small yes. businesses. Yes, and my fear exactly. is that they can take like some harsh and drastic um, decisions, which we've seen them do yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it, they don't even think about like the long term. And that's what that's something I don't like about this government. They always think about like short term uh, effects of whatever it is that they are. I don't think they think about what this uh, list of that they are doing. What does it mean for? these people that are governing in the long term yeah they don't realize that people actually use facebook for a lot more things than just the things that they know about yeah so i don't know i just hope they don't take any rash decisions because things are already bad as it is yeah. and you know i mean should... i mean some people can't pay for facebook ads right now. You know, some yeah. people, if you're using your naira card you can't pay for facebook ads why because um, our banks now for... decided that it's only two dollars yeah. can you imagine like, when it was when it was eight dollars, I knew that we were, we were screaming. Yeah. Now it's two dollars. I, I think it's it's pretty bad because I mean last year I think we were struggling with hundred dollars. Yeah. Then at some point I don't know whether they I was made it fifty. I don't know whether it was late last year or early this year. They mm. made it two hundred because I had a purchase mm. I wanted to make yeah. on I think Alibaba. So mm. that's when I really knew how bad this thing was. Mm. I used my own. Mm. Like so, it was in hundreds of thousands. So I had to use like. Like I told the vendor to give me different invoices yeah, okay. so that I can pay, pay it in batches. Yeah. And I used like my card mm. and I borrowed someone's card that wasn't using it now. Yeah. I put one in it mm. just to pay. Mm. So you can imagine now what two dollars is at the black market rate is about one thousand five hundred. Yeah. So like, like what will you buy the one thousand five hundred? 
As in for Gary. Barbies. Exactly. You can't even buy it for one five. So that's why it's insane. Yeah, right? so like it's crazy. Um I think this is a very big opportunity for a lot of fintechs that are into credit cards because I've seen this trend of a lot of fintechs going into um, virtual cards. Yeah, providing virtual cards as a yeah. service. Mm. So we didn't used to have so much before, but now we have cheaper, we have um I don't know if Bata is still working. Mm. Then we have Pocket. Pocket now has virtual cards and I, I've seen like some other companies bringing out um, virtual cards because there's actually high demand for yeah. it. Unfortunately, you have to pay high prices for this. <sighs> that's insane now. That's that's a problem. Because when you be thinking about how much you have to pay for the so-called virtual cards, yeah, like, then some people don't have interest, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Crazy. Hope things get better soon. She better get better. I can't, I can't even think about like, what you're about. <laughs> I think I want to say that. <laughs> Get your PVC if you haven't collected it. If you haven't collected your PVC, like there's no way this is not affecting you in any way. Because I know that even uh, even to buy airtime, airtime yeah. prices has also gone up. Yeah. So, so I tried to recharge my um, data counter. this month, yeah. and I saw that um, what used to be twenty k is now twenty two k. Yeah. So they added um ten percent. That's ten percent. Yeah. They added ten percent. So fair. So, like, who knows? You know this Nigeria, it only goes up from here. Yeah. You know the funny thing eh? so uh, let me tell you a very funny story. I, on my Zenith Bank app, uh, the price is still like so normally I buy in seventy five G usually that's like three months ish. So eh? Eh? I'm not joking. Three like, months. So oh, sorry, three weeks, three weeks. Ah, because me. Me. <laughs> three weeks, three I weeks. Ah, <laughs> oh, forgive me. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah, not up to a month. Yeah. Not up to a month. So um I usually buy that center big and I buy it at 15k, right? Yeah, so I go to, yes, 20. So I went to um, the bank uh, to, normally write for my bank app, right? Mm-hmm. I go to the bank app and I see that, oh wow, the price is still the same. So I try to buy it, right? And then the thing just bounces me, it feels like You're trying to be smart. Cuts you. No, it's all about me. Did, did it's about the fact that. Did it feel like a gotcha moment? <laughs> It's funny because uh, the program I knew was like, I know why this thing is failing. It's failing because it tries to make the purchase and then he says, Oh, the money is not it's enough. And then, yeah. exactly, and it bounces back. But it's not my fault that it's not sufficient because the developers have not updated the current fee. I'm right? probably because the developer that did it is somewhere in UK right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about this brain drain. Oh, it's God. funny, but it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah, the one's still suffering everything. Yeah. And- Please get your PVC. Please get your PVC. If yeah. you if you've already registered but you don't have PVC yet, I beg go get your PVC. Yet. Yeah. I'm tired already. Yeah. Alright, today we're going to be talking about like soft skills when it comes to then being a programmer or a, a someone in tech generally. Actually. Yeah. But you know, most times uh, people are talking about okay, how can I become a very good uh, how can I get very good in my skill as a UI UX designer, as a programmer, how do I like learn JavaScript, how do I learn this one, how do I learn like this, uh, this other fancy tech that just came out, you know. Yeah. And we don't realize that, in as much as it's good to know your shit, right, and own your shit. Yeah. When it comes down to it, know your shit and own your shit is exactly. only gonna take you so far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of things that you need to be able to do. This that's what um, that's when where soft skills come in. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And you, you really. You can only do so much knowing how to code and yeah. 
there, there, there's, there was something um, I saw somewhere, I think on Twitter, someone was saying how important it is, it is to have someone who speaks for you and having someone who speaks for you can take you further than your skills can. Yeah. So like most times before you can have people who speak for you, you need to develop some kind of skills that yes. will make people to we even want to yes, be want that to for you. Exactly. I mean I'm not gonna put my reputation at stake for someone that, you know, maybe on the team you are like you are not a team player, you don't like you are just on your own, doing your own thing and you don't care about all that kind of uh, crying other people alone. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's like no you are a good programmer, yes, well but there are other things that are also important. Exactly. Right. So it's like being able to communicate. Yeah. Being able to communicate is not just about like knowing when to say things, knowing how to say it. I think that communication actually cover is actually covered a lot when it comes to listening. I find that most programmers, eh, um, should I say most? I, I just I'll just say it's like, <laughs> a lot of programmers. Well, a lot that you have worked with. <laughs> yeah. So that I won't make it like a global thing, exactly. a global pandemic, right? But I find that most, most programmers right, um, are not very good with communication, okay. right? They, um, I, what, what am I even saying? I, I myself, there are some days, I have some really bad dark days, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So there are some days when, like, you know, um, it's not just about telling people when, okay, then this thing is going to then take this long, or I have this blocker at this point. But also being able to listen when people are telling you, when people bring up ideas for how something could possibly work. Yeah. You know, I know that sometimes as programmers, right, we have this thing where we think that, you know, we are right. Like, especially when, you, when you've gone through this algorithm in your head. But sometimes I think it's also important that you listen to other people. So yeah, you know, yeah. To yeah, I agree. And in terms of communication, as a programmer, you need to learn to communicate not just with your team members. There are sometimes um, we need to um, communicate with people that are not even techy. Yes, Chicken. exactly. I know it's something that is um, most times if you are in a, a company that has structure, most times most of this work is done for you, like by the designer, because most yeah. times they are the ones that get the requirement yeah. and know what to design. Yeah. But as programmers, you need to know how people are using your code. Are they using it well? Are there areas you can improve? Mm, yes. So that's like what makes your communication better. That's like what makes you a better team member. Mm. And that's kind of like the things that make um, people want to vouch for you. Yeah. Like you need to. And sometimes, hey, how do you communicate with stakeholders? Mm. I've had an experience where I saw that maybe I need to learn more on mm. how to communicate with stakeholders because dealing with people that are not so technical, sometimes yes. it can be work. <laughs> it can be frustrating. And it will just be like, what's wrong with this person? Like, people pay me to write code, I will write what uh, exactly you what to say. Exactly. But it may not now be right. Yes. Do you understand? Yeah. And why is right actually? It's not right now because yeah. you as the programmer, you know, you know that what's at stake. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. they don't know, yeah. and they may try to like force their ideas on you. But yeah. communication helps you, and they value like if you can communicate to them properly, what will be better for them. Yeah. Like they will value you more. Yes. So yeah, I think communication is like pretty pretty important. Yes, and I think that is usually understated, especially in the tech world, is having empathy. I know that most people will be like, oh yeah, but I, I care about other people, right? And stuff like that. But having empathy goes beyond your team, say, 
when you have empathy, just like this communication that we talked about, right? Yeah. You you're supposed to have empathy for the people that are your, your consumers, people that are actually going to use your products. Okay. It's empathy that will help you to understand, right, the problem you are trying to solve. Sometimes, right, as um programmers, you might you might actually have a you might think you have a solution to a problem. Yeah. And in your own little niche, you conducted your own little uh what do you call it? You've done market research like in your own way, right? But when you do market research on a very small group of people, maybe your own market research are your siblings or people that have similar interests as you, okay. right? And you don't actually take into cognizance. You, of course, your siblings may use it or like your, your family members will use it because it's you, they know you, right? Okay. But they're not, they're, not the, you're not, they're not necessarily your target market. So empathy in this uh, in this in this case actually comes in like where you have to think about like how the con- uh, the customers are actually using your product and how they could how you could make it better for them. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. And I also think like empathy is very very important in your team. I had this experience where there is this um, junior dev on my team. So I noticed that at some point. She found it hard to like um, communicate with me. Yeah. Like when she has blockers, mm. so it it still goes to communication. But like maybe I think she felt like I was a little harsh on her, mm. so she rather like try her best to like want to prove herself. Yeah. And when you do all those kind of things, it delays your project and yeah. all those things. So like, yeah. and I, you making you angry. Exactly. Yeah. So having empathy when um. People, your teammates can see you as people that they can relate with, people that they can talk to, and their friends. Mm-hmm. It helps the team work like so much. You know when you can help step in and help somebody when they're having blockers that would delay the project, yeah. and it just helps everything to be better. Yes. Okay. I think another soft skill that's also important is uh, being adaptable, right? Okay. Can you tell me like one thing that you think that working in a, in an agile uh, development space have actually taught you like uh, when it comes to adaptability so when i think about adaptability what comes to my mind is learning on the fly yeah so many times and i'm happy that i've been able to work on several projects because they help me to learn yeah different things. so that's one of the things that make me excited about working yeah. on a new project because you get to learn something new and maybe a newer way of doing Do something, something old yes yeah. exactly i think that eh, most times right when you've done something over and over again right it's it's tempting sometimes not want to change yes. that like you really know that this thing works like yes and even though someone's telling you okay i know it works but there's a better way for you to be able to do the same thing yeah it's very it's very difficult to actually have that mindset because i mean you have the one that is working so why do you want to spoil it <laughs> yes yeah. and sometimes it's like a, it's like a hole that you can fall into and there's yeah. no way you can crawl out of it very safe right? space but i agree you need to be very very adaptable you need to be able to, especially, you know, this software industry is like very, very fast paced. So yeah. you need to always learn on the fly. Yeah. You need to learn new things. You need to learn new ways. And like when you do that, you see that you can easily work um, with different teams and with different people. Yeah. Adaptability means also um, 
you need to have empathy to be adaptable yeah. because you need to be able to understand the people that how are exactly, exactly you need to oh. understand how the people you are working yeah. with are exactly so that you know the best time to approach them yeah. you know when to so i think that was like one of the issues that we had because me i had like my own work and yes. you know so yeah. i had so many things to do but mm. like when you're on you are able to adapt, you are able to understand how your team works. Yes, exactly. It just makes sense. I think that uh, another thing about uh, another thing I have to say about adaptability is the fact that you know, when you are working on a project, sometimes you come up with a solution that you think um, could work, right? Yeah. Like projects I'm working on currently, right? Many times we've had to go back to the drawing board and change, you know. And to be honest with you, it's very annoying sometimes, right? When when they are like, oh, you know what? I think we should take off this thing yes. because from what from the data that we've gotten, yeah, it's not going to yeah, it's not going to work out. And at first, right, some uh, most times, especially when let's say I, I would have like backlogs of things to do, um, I am like annoyed by it, right? But no, no. sometimes, yeah, but sometimes I actually have to remember that okay, you know what, you're actually working in an agile environment, and the other means is that you should be able to like you know pick up new things, change your old ways of doing things because by trying to this is a business for kind of yeah, now. At least you're not money. Yeah. To your users' needs. Exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> because what you have in your head and what your users do, they are two very different you things. You think that the user will understand. Yeah. And the user will not tell you, oh, me, I didn't know what you are doing. <laughs> <laughs> so like you have to adapt. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that's one that's one other thing that I need to say. Um Okay, so we also have um, creativity and problem solving. Yeah. There's one thing I've lately I've had a lot of people um, telling me about this. Um, they want to join tech and yeah. tech industry. And yeah. there was this um, there was this event that happened. Is it last week or two weeks ago? In Good Tech Summit, there oh, over okay. twenty two thousand people in attendance. Yeah. I have some people that told me that ah they attended it though, yeah. and now they are taking tutorials and everything. Yes, exactly. Like pointers. And yeah. one of the things I'll tell them is that you need to be ready to solve problems. problems. Yes. See, let me tell you, tech industry is a violence industry. <laughs> you don't want peace. It goes beyond watching tutorials. This is not an option. This is never an option. Huh. Yeah, you. exactly. It's always going to be violence, as in yeah. there always be some form of fire. In fact, if there's no fire, you start feeling like yes, you're never like, doing it. But I think that a part of the reasons why we're even detecting is because of the fire. We just love the adrenaline. I because think, when, just, think, when you're too relaxed, you're like, ah, what's going we on? We're actually addicted to drama. Yes, maybe this is something we need to unpack with the therapist. Yes. <laughs> Coming to this is addicted to drama yeah. and it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> actually, I, I've noticed this thing. Something I'm trying to stop actually. If if there's a if there's no deadline to something, if I don't mentally yeah. give myself a deadline yeah. to do something, I'll be very lazy to do that. But once there is fire on the mountain and you I know that I need this thing to get, oh god, <laughs> I'll just rush like that. Do things in one day that you could have done in a week. Maybe before the deadline starts, right? I would have been putting the thing together, and then maybe I just sent that something, and I'm like, okay, don't for today. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then <laughs> the moment there is deadline, right? You just see me. I've already I've deployed the whole like like yeah. something that would have taken that whole time, and then you know they say that tasks take up the time that you uh, that you allot to it, right? Like 
even if you think that if you give someone an assignment at the beginning of the month that they're going to do it and be ready before the end, it's yeah, at the it's end that take a month. Yeah, exactly. Put your mind that it's going to take a month. It will take a month. Yeah, so, exactly. Like you just need to be ready to solve problems because I think in every new project you encounter, you are going to encounter a new problem. I think there's always um, a learning opportunity yes. in every project that you find yourself in. Yeah. So you have to be ready to think. There are some problems that you have to sleep over yes. not one night <laughs> it's gonna take a week to yes, figure out exactly but you have to figure it out and you have to tell yourself that you need to solve this problem yes. so whether you are actively at work mm. or you are like strolling mm. or something you just be thinking about how to solve Talk that problem problems, so yeah. you need I, to find mm. creative ways yes. there are some problems that you will never even see a stack overflow Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you need to like think, think about, outside the box. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you need to think about outside the box and think about how okay, I know this, I, I know, know this, how I do know I this. Combine, how do I combine it? Yes, this is very this, this is work. a very important this is a very important point actually. Very important yeah. point. Yeah, so I think that there's a place for creativity and problem solving when it comes to soft skills. Yeah. Another thing is accountability, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think that right, as software engineers, you should be able to hold yourself accountable. When your code is breaking, your code is breaking. <laughs> no need to blame, I don't know, I want to say Emeka, but I know someone else. Ah, looking <laughs> for trouble. <laughs> no need to blame someone else, right? You should be able to take responsibility. And as this thing I'm trying to learn on my team, actually, if something is going wrong on something I, I've, I worked on, right? Yeah. Even if I'm, I'm technically not the person that actually made the thing go wrong, Right, I I'm trying to avoid the whole blame, victim blaming thing. Yes, like I'm trying to avoid that stuff, right? So because I'm trying to think about it like this: if something is failing or if the team is failing, it's not just the person that broke the team. That is, it's everybody on the team that is affected by that. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So I think that that's what accountability does for you. When you change, when you have that switch in mindset, what it helps you with is that you actually pay attention more to everything that everybody, at least everybody that's under you. Uh, is doing because what that means is that once you are sure that okay this thing is going to at least to the best of your abilities of course could break yeah. your human being right? yeah. but to the best of your ability that most things work fine right once you get to that point then you you kind of like you know it's easier on yourself so i think accountability is one of those soft skills that is if you actually do it for yourself and not just necessarily for others yeah so if, i think you need to be able to hold others accountable as well especially <laughs> no when it gets to a point on, on your team yeah where maybe you have people under you yeah maybe if you are you are if you are a ui ux designer yeah. you should be accountable like and make sure that your design is implemented yeah. the way you designed it yes exactly i had this um, and you should hold your team members accountable i had this experience with a Format team member that I yeah. worked on a project with. Yeah. So like I assigned him, I because um I think we I thought we are at that point where we can be informal and still get our work done. Yes. So <laughs> mistake apparently. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> so like I would just call him and say, hey, I saw this and I reviewed this and I did that. So please do this, 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 this. this. Yeah. I'll itemize it and tell him to please to i'll probably even send him like a private message yeah but i found out that accountability goes way more than that you need to be able to if there are team, if there are um 
softwares that your um, team uses to hold people accountable, you should use them. Yeah. So I found out that, okay, after two weeks, he didn't do those things. Yeah. And then when we had like a team meeting, he yeah. said he had never, never heard about it. Oh, God. So I felt it was, my, it was actually my problem because yeah. I should have created a tax on the official tag sheet yeah. for it. Mm, yes, and tag him to it. So and tag him yeah. and tag like everybody involved yeah. on it. Yeah. So because I wasn't like accountable on my own part, yeah. I just felt like I could just play it informally. Yes. It affected the whole team and yeah. the whole project situation. Yeah. Exactly. So I think you should also be able to hold your team members accountable yeah. by doing whatever um, the company has provided for you yeah. to make everybody accountable. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's a really good point as well. Yeah. And also, I think that for um, software developers, a really good soft skill as well is confidence. I know how like you, know, you are advised to be humble and you know stuff like that. Uh, as uh, while doing your work, right? Yeah. But I also think that confidence comes a long way mm-hmm. because you know we've talked about like how a lot of people have imposter syndrome, yes, yes, and stuff yes. like that. Being confident, you know, but confidence is something that actually think comes with time, right? Yeah, I agree. Because the more you work on it, something that is like you know you've done this thing before, and yeah, I guess your point where even if it's not working, you kind of like believe that okay. I, yes, I, I know I've done something like this before yeah. and okay, this way is not working anymore but I know that there are other things that I can try as yeah, well. Yeah. So you don't get stuck and try and maybe you're scared of trying something new. I think that so, um, when you get like when you have the poster syndrome, that's one of the bad things that happens with it, right? You, yeah. you are scared of trying something actually. So I just read it at the, at the spot because number one, you're not even making progress because you're afraid that you do something and you spoil what's in there, yeah. right? Well, confidence allows you to Try new things and you know be more productive generally. Yeah, I agree. And I, um, speaking of confidence, I believe that you just have to. It's something you need to develop. You need to be confident in your confident in yourself. If not, they will run you straight in the relationship. <laughs> I'm believing you. They'll run you straight. It's true. The thing is that um, sometimes on toxic because I, I have to use the word toxic yeah. on toxic. Tech Twitter. Yeah. A lot of people brag about how much they make and yeah. how much they're probably not even making, but they just feel like they should say yeah, they're they making to so and so. Yeah, so they know someone that is earning XXX yeah. figures in mm. dollars yeah. just so that I think it's a way of boosting themselves. Yeah. But I just feel like if you're not confident in your skills, yes, and maybe you are working as a freelancer, even mm. if you're working in a company, mm. you will know how to negotiate yes. your words. Yes. And you may find yourself in a toxic place where they are undermining your work or someone yeah. takes credit for your work yeah. and you can't say anything because yes. you don't have confidence exactly. in yourself. So you really need to have confidence in yourself because if not, they'll run you straight. Exactly. You think I'm ready to <laughs> And you feel bad, but there's nothing you can, can do about it. You yeah. know, it's, it's game and it's industry yeah. and you don't expect everybody you come across to be your friend. Yeah. I mean, Employers are trying to get people that are the best yeah. at the cheapest price. Exactly. You know? They are doing what's best for them. They so if you don't do what's best for yourself, no. You. Exactly. Yeah. You just need to do what's best for you. Yes. Confidence will let you know when you are stuck mm. in a place. Yes. Because you know that, okay, I know this thing. I can know more or I can do better. Yes. You know? Okay. Another soft skill that I think is important is management. Uh, because 
whether even if you're like okay pro, a program manager or the project manager right you uh, even if you're not the sorry even if you're not the project manager right yeah in your small uh whatever it's that you're doing right let's say you're, you're just let's say you're just a software engineer on the team mm-hmm. you have to manage code right exactly so you don't you don't have to wait till the point where okay when you're managing a team of engineers or when you're managing the project or when you're the ceo of a company to be able to learn management skills you should be able to do that even in your very small uh, niche as yeah. you're thinking that it is right the way you write code and the way you um the way you, uh, this this uh, management even comes in with like the whole communication sign right um, the way you communicate with people the way you let them everybody know like where you are at yeah, each point yeah. in time yeah it's important with um management speaking of management there's a very important part that i think you missed and yeah. which is learning how to manage yourself Yes, because you cannot manage other people if you, if you can't even manage yourself. You, you can, it's possible to manage other people, yeah? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to you, yes. you can't manage. You need to know how to manage yourself, manage your time. Yes, because it's very um, important. In tech, yeah. most of the time, you are, you are um, rated based on your performance. Yeah. And that performance is basically the amount of working code yes. or improvements you can make in a certain Time. Yes. Do you get? Yeah. A project are most projects are time based. Yeah. You need to be able to manage your time. And and there's this like really really big scam right now, which we opt for. What is a scam? <laughs> it's called working from home. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Is a scam. <laughs> Look at it. Like before the whole 2020 yeah. and everything that happened, mm-hmm. most people like. They had nine to five. They exactly. had, they have to come to work, mm-hmm. and then you had a goal mm-hmm. that um, I'm leaving my house by so so time. Yes. I'm going to work, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put come in so so hours. Yeah. The only thing I'm thinking about is work. Yes. The only thing I'm thinking about is the tasks I need to do. Yeah. I have my teammates with me. I yeah. can focus on my work. I can meet my teammates yeah. for help mm-hmm. and everything. And 2020 changed a lot of things. Now yeah. you have to learn a lot of things on your own because mm-hmm. your teammates are not around, yeah. and even if you try to. Be as collaborative as possible. Sometimes you may just not know the right time to yeah. meet somebody. Yes. So you have to learn. Yeah. And then you have so many things competing with your time. You mm. have your computer, yes. you have your phone, yes. you have, if you're living with family, you have your family member, yes. you have your neighbors that don't even know that you're working. Yes. And play- so, like, you have so many things to manage yeah. at the same time. So you need to know how to manage yourself. Yes. And it's like, I feel like doing that. Yes. Me, I, I know it's, it's an area I struggle with. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I now tend to put myself under pressure. That was not there. <laughs> I think that uh, apart from like, you, you actually mentioned time management. I think that time management is very, very important because yeah. it's only time management that will help you to know that, okay, this time is. Uh, some people actually spend the whole day coding, right? And then yeah. they don't have much of any other thing else going. Exactly. They don't think they, they don't take care of their health. They don't even think about like you know. Yeah, social they forget life what, is also yes, very exactly. They forget that they're not even eating for a whole day. Yes. Forget to drink water. Yeah. All these things. So those things are really important things that you know you should. That's what time management teach um, te- will teach you actually. Yeah. And I think that I also think that it's important to mention is that when it comes to management that. You try really hard to not be a yes man yes that that's it's very tempting yes it's very tempting to always agree 
to everything. See, you know how, like, we've talked about how you should be empathetic, how you should know how to communicate, but, well, this is even going to come up when it comes to, like, you know, your need to be able to communicate. Because if somebody is asking you to do something that you know shouldn't be, uh, like, you can't be able to achieve this thing within, like, let's say, maybe a set time frame or something like that, or they're trying to add a new feature, and for some reasons, the user data does not support that um, feature, or yeah. let's say you don't have a data analyst and you are actually running data on it, I can see that okay, there is a there might be a gap with this thing you want to add now, yeah, and you've not even rolled out this one, and then you are just trying to add new things and you want to overwhelm the user. There is a point where you say no, actually. There is a point where you say, oh, you don't say no outrightly like that, right? That's where communication comes in. Yeah. <laughs> you try to tell the person to fuck off politely, right? <laughs> But uh, but I think that right. I think that it's important. <laughs> I hope the, this email meets you well. <laughs> I think that there's a point that you know you actually have to take learn to take a stand about yeah. like you know you are doing working on the project. You are the one that knows the ups and downs about that project. And in as much as of course you need the inputs of other people, right? Yeah. Uh, especially the people that are even on the field themselves. Uh, they are actually monitoring the data that are gathering, but. Um, generally, I think that when it comes to management, there are, there's a point where you can actually take a stand and, you know, say, okay, this is not going to work this way and it's going to work this way. Okay. Okay, I agree. I agree. You should learn how to take a stand, which is your own stand. Yeah. <laughs> because you can take a stand that is somebody else's stand. Yes. I also, I also think that, right, if, for instance, you decide that, okay, this is where this should go, and someone comes out with a very solid reason why you shouldn't go your own way, Right, I think that part of being a good manager is the fact that you can objectively look at what someone else said and yeah, and actually agree that okay, yes, I I I like your plan better, and I think we should go with it. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, so I think all these things that we've been talking about it helps generally towards team building, teamwork, and collaboration in the software industry. See, I want to give shout outs (laughs) to the 20x. Software developers that are underpaid and they do the work of, of a million 20 people. people and they still get underpaid. Right. I want to give shout out to them. You people are heroes, but you don't know that because everything in tech industry is all about teamwork and collaboration. So yeah. when some somebody tells only one person to build a full project, yeah. build the app and everything, yeah. and like that's like so much work. Yeah. That's why I'm like really giving them kudos. <laughs> but I just want to let you know that it should have been a team's work. Yes, exactly. Just like, wait, they should know. Why? Why? They, why the hell are they in the industry? They are twenty X. Because they are twenty X. Oh God, seriously. Huh. I don't know. I I just don't think that's like that's right. So number one, step, eh, I feel like overworking yourself on the long run. Eh, it's going to be detrimental to you as a person, not just to you, to your work. Yeah, because exactly. you stop being creative, you start doing things just no, because that's what you Exactly. You it's catch up with fast. you. It's catch up with you. So you just have to like decide for yourself, choose you this day, who you will serve. I know. <laughs> and then, like, just, um, and for those that are working in teams or they hope to work in teams, yeah. you should just know that teamwork is like very important every team normally should have a goal and your role in making that goal come to 
fruition it's yeah. very important you cannot look at yourself as um, i'm just a small yes exactly in this team i'm too big yes or something. nobody's too small too big exactly so you should know that like teamwork is what makes the dream work yes basically. exactly every exactly. time like you should try to be a member of the team yeah it's not just by okay fine they said you should come and write javascript mm. and um you just write your javascript even and though mm. you know that um everything is not blended yes. you should be able to give your own input yes. you should be able to help um, your teammates when they are stuck yes. you should be able to just be a good team player yeah. basically exactly you know how to collaborate it team member and this is what will help you like in the long run you don't know now mm. that team member that you helped in the next two three months you'll find himself somewhere in yeah uk yes. canada can even have a say in some can yeah. recommend you yes. or like so you just need to be a good team player yes. basically you exactly. know how to collaborate with people yeah because that's what will take you far yes that's what will give you somebody that can speak for you yes Exactly. At a particular point yeah. in time where yeah. you need it. Yeah. So you need to be a good have you, member. Have you ever have you ever worked with someone that uh, is a good engineer but is super annoying? Like Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Like why? Why would you like for instance make a change to something someone did without asking them first? Like just like that. I feel like when you are working in a team, you should respect people's Exactly. Code, respect their code. If, for instance, you decide, okay, you know what? And that, uh, maybe the code is not even up for PR, right? The person didn't raise PR. And then you just go into what the person is working. And then you start editing oh, it. That's just unfair. Like, I, I feel that no matter what, even if the person is learning, right? Yeah. I feel like you get to the point where you actually give them the benefit of the doubt. Yes. And, okay, let's say maybe you are running late and you actually need to, like, okay, you actually need to take that stuff and just, you know, do something. And do something with it. I still feel like it's a matter of respect, and I, I know that some people feel that they can't respect someone that they feel like they're better than in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. But I actually believe that you should respect everybody, irrespective of who they are or what you know, think you know, right? Okay. Because and I, I, because that's even the way you get respect by for yourself. If you do get respect by trying to force people to respect you for the things you know, yeah. people just choose to respect you or yeah. not, yeah. right? And it doesn't even have much to do with the who you are actually. Right, so I feel that like when you're working on a team and you want to, I don't know, make a change or something like that, you know, I think you should this is something that you should probably talk to the person that you are trying to make the change on their project. Somebody about your code. no, no, it's not me. <laughs> I, I actually saw it being done to someone else, oh, and okay. I know that if it was me, yeah, ha, god, I, that should have really annoyed me to that person in the hell yeah. So that's it, doesn't actually yeah, mean you hey, need god. to be patient with your team members sometimes, especially when you have like junior staff sometimes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy it can be like a crazy journey and it can be like feel like they are drawing you back but there's one thing i've come to realize when you have patience with them and you give them time to grow mm-hmm. over time you can allocate some kind of like work to them that you even free yourself mm-hmm. to get and if you want to move on to do something else, you have that confidence moving on to something else because you know that someone capable yes, can take exactly, your place. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah, Team I think work, that that's patience, where everything. I think that's where like you know some people try to do all these gatekeeping things and they want somebody to learn like something that they know very well because they're afraid that those people take their jobs or something like that. I don't think that that should be a problem when it comes to software, sense. right? You should actually really you need help. 
So <laughs> teach them, teach them everything you know. Okay. <laughs> Make sure that they're better than you. It's okay. better said that they're better than you at that or whatever it is, okay. right? Yeah. I, I don't see. I don't think that it's a problem. I, I don't think it's something you should worry about. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of gatekeeping, <laughs> so there's this thing I'm going to say because we talked about the bank and the bank issue that you had. Yeah. A lot of firms. With the way people are jumping, I think people's eyes are opening because mm. people have been saying this thing a lot. Mm. Maybe not loudly enough, mm. but firms need to hire more junior staff. Yes. Like, there's been this trend for so long that um, just want to hire the best of the best. Yeah. Or if you are going to hire um, junior staff, you pay them peanuts or mm. you don't pay them their work. But look at what is happening with our banks. Yes. It's very. Okay, if all the senior staff left, yes, it's obvious that they didn't have anybody, anybody that they training. Yes, exactly. It's like very obvious. That it's very obvious that yeah. they didn't have anybody they were training yeah. that could in. And now they are trying to probably be trying to recruit people that don't know anything about their systems yes. to come in. Mm. So, like, I'll encourage any CEOs or you know project leads out there. You should. Every once in a while, hire a junior dev that you can train. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, the junior exactly. dev may still jack at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> right? What if they don't jack at? Exactly. At least you have backup plan. Exactly. <laughs> and even even safe, right? I feel like. Uh, this Japanese thing wouldn't have happened like so uh, sudden for them if they were treating their staff right. See, not at least, staff wait, right. calm down, <laughs> calm down. At least they put in like a few months' notice and help you to be able to find someone, some people to um, some people to manage the project and then help you help them to transition into the roles yeah. before they leave. Yeah, right? For somebody to just up and leave like that, it I means agree. that you have been showing them shady sense. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's that's my two cents. Please don't open and leave, please. Especially if you walk the bank out, please. I don't want <laughs> to be transferred one day that I'm going to eat something somewhere. I don't want to wash plates. <laughs> you have to wash plates. Because this thing almost happened to me when I was in Lagos. Oh, <laughs> I said, we're three. I went with two of my friends, two of my girlfriends. Yeah. And our apps, I think it was my app that finally rescued Oh, God, Jesus oh. Christ. Crazy oh. stuff. I see, I understand very well. I mean, I'm using Zenith Bank. I, I'm so ashamed to say these days. It's very funny because before eh, I used to be very proud and scream out loud that I'm using any bank. But these days, they're shame, they're frustrating the hell out of me. Please, well, please, thank you for considering our fight. Yeah. Bank babes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, I think um, that's all we have for you today yeah. on skills that you need to have besides coding skills as yeah. a developer yeah. that will help you in life and help you in your career. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I, um there's something else I wanted to say, right? This is not really related to the topic. I wanted to talk about the fact that we actually uh we actually like really like it when you guys need feedback. Yes, on we our do. posts. We do. You know, on our IG, on yeah. our YouTube channel, yes. on Instagram. Anywhere you get your podcast from, yes, even Spotify, even um, even um, Apple Podcasts, Apple yes, yeah. leave reviews, right? Even even if there's something about doing that you don't like, please leave reviews. Yeah, yeah, we like better like objective criticism. <laughs> yes, exactly. We like it well. Yes, yes. Yeah, because those things will actually like really help us grow. It really yeah. help us grow. And give it good content that you like. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I think this is the end of today's podcast. It's a wrap. Yes. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.